Welcome back to another episode of Blessed Is She That Believed, Season 1, Episode 14. The title of this episode is called Get In The Valley, so we're going to deal with that uh, today. This is going to be a real quick podcast, I hope. Well, you know, however the Lord leads. And yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so I hope y'all have um, been having a wonderful Monday so far. And once again, I just want y'all to know I'm on summer break because I'm an educator and yeah, podcasts are still being dropped on Monday, just not at midnight because I am sleeping and staying up entirely too late. Before we jump into anything, we're going to go to God with a word of prayer. Dearly Father, we just thank you right now for this day that you have blessed us with. We thank you for everything that you do for us on a daily basis that we don't even give you thanks for father god we just thank you for the air that we breathe we thank you for our eyes that allow us to see father god through your grace and mercy father god we just thank you for our limbs we thank you for our hearts beating father god lord we just thank you that we have the ability to comprehend father god and speak lord we thank you right now for the ability to swallow our food and our drinks father god we just thank you so much for everything little things that we don't think about lord that you just do for us every day you load us up daily with benefits and we thank you for that father we thank you for this time we thank you right now for no distractions no disruptions disruptions no delays in anything father god we thank you for allowing our hearts and minds to be set in one accord on you in jesus name we pray amen so like I said, today's title is called Get in the Valley, and it comes from 1 Samuel chapter 17, um, verses 2 through 3, and we're going to bounce around a little bit, as always, so if you have your Bibles, you might want to pull those out, or if you got it on your phone, you might want to pull your phone out, and we're going to go ahead and get started. So in chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, we find David and Actually, this is like before David even enters the scene of the fight. We see the children of Israel, the Israelites with, with Saul, they're fighting. And um, verses 2 through 3 say, And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. And 1 Samuel 17 and 19, jump down a little bit. It says, Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Eli fighting with the Philistines. When David fought Goliath, he was he was fighting him in a valley. Y'all, this like goes beyond the scripture. And I when I when the Holy Spirit brought it to my um awareness, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so powerful. And it's like, how? how um which i'm gonna pause real quick before i go any further side note my podcast audience i am on facebook live right now off of my personal page and i just decided to do something different today so i am live streaming from facebook hello my audience in facebook world um once again this is blessed is she that believe podcast so make sure you are liking and following and subscribing doing all of all of the things when it comes to this podcast because it's awesome because I'm here. Anyway, um, <laughs> press play back on this um, lesson. So, um, the first thing I noticed, once again, I'm an English teacher, so I notice things sometimes with words. 
is the prepositions, the placement of these words. The um, prepositions by, on, and in when referring to the Israelite army battling the Philistines. At first, they pitched their tents by the valley. Then they were on a mountain with the valley between them and the, and the Philistines. But it wasn't until they were in the valley that the battle could take place. We can't avoid battles in this walk of, life, uh, walk of faith and walk of life because, you know, we're in life. We're living life. But those who follow Jesus, we're walking by faith, not by sight. So that's, you know. But we can't avoid battles at all. When God brings the battle to our door, we are already guaranteed the victory. It's one thing when we put ourselves in trouble, you know, and then we're trying to do it all. On, that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the Lord brings the battle to your door. You're just living your life, your best Christian life, but now you have some opposition. Now you have some adversity. Now, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know that I was going to be diagnosed with cancer. I didn't know um, my spouse was going to file for a divorce. I didn't know my children were going to be expelled from school. Those kind of battles, when the Lord bring, allows those things to come to your door, to come knocking at your door, what do you do? What do you do? Like, what's your first reaction? You start cursing? You get mad? You want to cry? Eat some ice cream and binge watch all the Netflix series to All American. Love that show. That was a good, that was a good scene. Anyway, so like, what do you do? Um, oh man, like the children, the Israelites were avoiding this battle with the Philistines because you know, in this epic battle, this is where we meet Goliath. Goliath came from the Naphtali, which were a clan of giants. Like they just giants, you know, taller than NBA players. Okay, so. This is where we see that whole epic battle between David and Goliath. But before we get to that, we see that Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the Valley of Eli and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side. There was a valley between them. <laughs> they pitched by the valley. Then both armies stood on either side of the, like the valley, I guess, taunting each other. Like, y'all won't come across here. Y'all won't come across here. Like, <laughs> what? You Have you ever seen a fight? Have you ever seen a fight and, like, people talk noise for, like, 20 minutes, a good 20 minutes before anybody comes to blows? Like, they're all in each other's face. They're pointing fingers like, I bet you won't cross this line right here. I'm going to cross the line and draw another line. You know, like, just dumb stuff. And, I mean, it's not. I, I don't condone violence. You know, I, I don't. I I really don't watch boxing. The only boxing I watched was Creed. But that's because Michael B. Jordan was in there. Shouts out to Michael B. Jordan if you're listening. <laughs> so, I mean, and even with that movie, I was, like, squinching my eyes every time either one of the the men were getting hit, even though I know it's acting, but it just makes me cringe. It's like, ugh, why would you do that? But hey, some people make it a profession and they're really good at it. Um, so in my my mind, I'm seeing reading the scripture, and I'm thinking, okay, they were like by the valley, then the valleys in between them, and then you know, because they were on the other side of the mountain or whatever. But it wasn't until 
they got in the valley. When it says, verse 19, Now Saul and they and all the men who, all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. It's a difference between fighting with someone and fighting against someone for people in relationships. You got to get, you have to be with someone who wants to fight with you, not against you. It's the difference. So that's just a side note for whoever needed to hear that. Um, at first, they pitched their tents by the valley. Then they were on the mountain with the valley between them and the Philistines. But it wasn't until they were in the valley that the battle could take place. We can't avoid battles in this walk. Eventually, we have to face challenges. We have to go head to head with spiritual warfare. And unfortunately, loose air quotes on that, the battles don't happen on the mountaintop. A lot of us, you know, we go through seasons where it seems like we're down and out. And then the next season, it seems like we got elevated and everything's going right for a while. Then it seems like we got to go back. You know, that's, that's life. Once again, that's life. But we can't stay on the mountaintop. We cannot stay on the mountaintop. We have to get in the valley. That's where, to be honest, I believe that most of our lives are spent in the valley. We're fighting. But the fight makes us strong. The fight makes it makes us able to endure. That's where we get our patience. That's where we get our faith. That's where we get our hope, our love, our trust. Everything is built in the valley. Despite how it looks, that's where we grow. That is where we grow. Um... Yeah, the battles happen in the valley. We love a good mountaintop experience, though. Don't get me wrong. We do love a good mountaintop experience. If you look at Matthew chapter 17, and verse 4, it says, Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. He, they were on the mountaintop. Jesus, you know, the transfiguration and stuff, they wanted to stay there. Peter, James, and John, they all wanted to stay on the mountaintop. And they're like, no, you got, y'all got to go on back down. After Jesus had Peter, James, and John on the mountaintop and the three men witnessed the transfiguration, Peter said that to Jesus. And you know what? I cannot blame him because when we have a mountaintop experience, I mean, think about those Sundays where you were in church and the Holy Spirit fell and y'all just like literally drunk in the spirit. You can't stand up. The spirit just heavy and everybody's getting healed, getting their deliverance and everything. Who want to go home? Nobody want to go. Nobody wants to leave the church. We want to just stay there, but you can't stay there. That's not life. That's not, no, that's not how this works. Um, when we get a prophetic word or have a mighty move of God, it's hard to leave the mountaintop, but we have to come back to reality. That experience is to push us through the battle. That's why the Lord allows his spirit to fall so heavy sometimes in, in church settings or wherever, to be honest, because that's to get us through. That's to re-energize us to continue to go into the battle, not to just, oh, we're going we gonna to just go ahead and stay here. We're going to stay here. We're going to tarry. We're going to tarry here. No, that's not what that's for. That's so you, okay, you you had a little break. Now going back out there. That's, that's how you get in there. I mean, think about a basketball game or a football game. Quarterback. Um, point guard, sometimes they have to have a break because the coach sees that, okay, y'all make, you making careless errors. Let me go ahead and pull you out before you do some damage out here to this scoreboard and I'm be mad for real. And they let them sit out for about maybe a minute, if that, just so they can get a breather and they send them right back out there. Because if you stay out in the battle too long, you get lazy. 
and you get complacent. Okay, that wasn't in my notes. Whew. So in Psalm 23 and 4, David says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What valley do you think he was speaking of? <laughs> he was talking about the valley of Elah. That's why when I saw this, when the Holy Spirit showed me all of this stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, Psalm 23 is about this battle. And it's making sense. <laughs> Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What valley do you think he was speaking of? He was speaking about the valley of Elah. That's where this battle between David and Goliath took place. The valley is where David found the five smooth stones in the brook that was there. Do you know in some valleys there's lush vegetation because the water from the mountain flows into the valley to form brooks and streams? Imagine that. <laughs> Since the beginning of human development, valleys have been an important place for people because of their presence close to rivers. Rivers enable easier movement and also provide resources like water, good soil, um, and food such as fish. Also, do you know what else happens in the valley? Yes, I know y'all know. Growth, strength, peace, trust, joy, power. Like I said earlier, Yea, yeah, he leads me beside the still waters. Five smooth stones were for grace. David got in that valley with Goliath and he ran toward the giant. He ran toward the problem. God does not want us running from the fight. First of all, our spiritual equipment, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, your loins girded about with truth, your feet covered with um, the gospel of peace, and carrying the sword of the spirit, none of that stuff covers your back because we're not made to retreat. Children children of God, we're not made to retreat. No, by no means. We're supposed to forward on march. David ran towards the enemy. And that seems crazy. Like, why would you run towards him? Because Satan goes about as a roaring lion. That is a simile. That's a comparison between two unlike things. Satan is not a lion. There's only one lion, the lion of Judah, which is Jesus Christ. So he's not Jesus, but he appears to roar, walks about as a roaring lion. He's not a lion. So he's putting on airs like he is, but that's not who he is. That's not who he is. He's not the lion. There's only one lion, and that's Jesus Christ. Knowing that, he is the father of all lies. And that he uses lies to deceive everybody. He lies to tell you that you're not good enough. He lies to tell you that you're 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 ugly. He lies to tell you that you're fat. He lies to tell you that you're broke. He lies to tell you that um you're you're dumb. He lies. To Those are all lies because the Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are the lender to many nations and not the borrower. Like the, the Bible, I mean, the Bible says that the Bible is truth. Jesus is the word of God. Literally, the word of God is Jesus. So if Jesus is the word of God, then that means that he is truth. He is truth. He cannot lie. There is no way God can lie. 
So that means the enemy is the liar. God is the father of truth. The enemy is the father of a lie. If you need it to make sense. There you go. So David ran towards the enemy because he already knew this battle was brought to my door and you going to try and desecrate my God? You going to talk junk about my God? No, I got to take you out, friend. I got to take you out. Boom. With the stone. With the stone. Five smooth stones were in the valley. See, you find a lot of your blessings in the valley. We try to avoid the valley because it hurts. We don't like it. It makes us uncomfortable. But that's where you find your biggest blessings is in the valley. So why are you running from the valley? I I mean, I'm, in, I'm included in this because the valley ain't fun. You get dirty. It's stinky. Like, it's dirty. You know, like, you got to do work in the valley. I, don't, I like the mountaintop too. But there's no room to fight on the mountaintop. You're going to fall off the mountain and hurt yourself. The valley, you got room to you got room to scrap. There's plenty of room in the valley. And it also says that yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and it's a shadow. Death is it's a shadow. It's not real. A shadow cannot hurt you. You might have some physical stuff, but spiritually can't hurt you. Can't hurt you. The valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You, God is with you. He's God with us. He's not going to leave you, nor will he forsake you. So even though you may be in your valley right now, he's going to be there. And he provides grace that we need for the battle. David had those five smooth stones. Five, biblically, it means grace. He had five smooth stones for the battle. So when we go into this battle this week, know that you already have the victory and shout for the day because that's what they did. They shouted for the day. They already knew they conquered it because God was with them. So as you go on this week, know that God is with you in the valley and he is not going to leave you. He's there. He is there with you. So that's all I have today. I hope y'all received something from this. I told you it was going to be real short today. I told you it was going to be real short today. But I hope you received something from it. And yeah, that's all I have. So that's it. I will talk to y'all later.